Hi, and welcome to episode 6 of the Fit Not Fad podcast. In this episode, we will be discussing muscle growth, also known as hypertrophy. So if you're looking to build those biceps or fill out those jeans, this is the episode for you. In this episode, we will talk about building your exercise program to target specific muscles, the proper combination of sets, reps, and weight for muscle growth, nutritional basics, and the benefits of larger muscles. To start us off, we need to get intentional about the exercises we're doing. It may seem obvious, but if you're looking to grow a specific muscle or muscle groups, you need to perform exercises that actually targets them. The best approach to targeting them is to remove the guesswork from your exercise program. You may think an exercise is focused on a specific muscle or group of muscles, but do you know for sure? Taking the time to do a little research into the exercises you're performing can make a big difference. And if you have any questions, you can always ask a professional such as myself. For example, you may think that your leg press routine is targeting your glutes, but the positioning of your feet may be targeting another muscle group altogether. If your feet are too low on the surface of the leg press, you're actually working primarily on your quads. Sliding your feet up will help readjust your focus. Taking the time to understand what exercises are targeting can benefit you in three ways. One, you will actually work on the intended muscles. Two, for the most part, you'll be able to feel if you're performing it correctly. And three, this can help prevent muscle imbalances that are accidentally created by overworking one group of muscles and ignoring another. Once you've identified the exercises you're going to perform, you'll need to understand the amount of sets you're going to do, the reps within those sets, and the weight you're using. When exercising for hypertrophy, generally, you'll be reducing the amount of reps and increasing the weight. When talking about the weight used to exercise, also known as the load, fitness professionals measure it as a percentage of your one rep max. For example, if you can bench press 100 pounds one time, 50% of this one rep max would be 50 pounds. Studies showed that using at least 75% of your one rep max is the best method for achieving muscle growth. This is a resistance that usually allows you to complete 8 to 10 reps at a time. The amount of sets and reps someone will want to perform should have an inverse relationship with the load. More weight means less reps, and less reps means more weight. Generally, although this can vary, individuals should plan to do between 4 and 6 sets, with 4 to 8 reps per set. Also, it is good to keep in mind that breaks should be taken in between each set when lifting for hypertrophy. So let's say you've identified your exercises and perfectly executed the balance between sets, reps, and load. All done, right? Well, not really. That was only half the battle. Nutrition is a critical aspect of recovery and will play a big role in helping you build muscle. There are several factors that come into play, including your protein source, protein quantity, carbohydrate intake, supplements, and when you take all of these in. 
After a singular workout session, the protein breakdown and synthesis in your muscles can increase from anywhere between 40 to even 150%. However, this process needs fuel and building blocks. Evidence shows that whey and soy proteins act as a trigger for the muscle growth process. Casein and milk, on the other hand, help decrease muscle breakdown. And although exercise science has not crowned any of these sources as the best for muscle growth, whey and casein are typically recommended. However, don't go snorting protein powder just yet, Arnold. <laughs> 20 grams of enriched or purified protein or 8 to 10 grams of essential amino acids are all you need to stimulate that muscle growth process. Excess protein provides no additional benefit. This muscle growth process is the most active immediately after the completion of your workout. However, don't stress if you don't have protein on hand. The window for supplementing this process lasts anywhere from 24 to 48 hours after exercise. Along with a sufficient protein boost post-lift, it is recommended to pair with some carbs. That's right, carbs. When you eat carbs, your body releases insulin. Insulin acts as a regulator of protein metabolism and helps your muscle tissue soak up amino acids. The result? A more effective muscle building process. When looking at workout supplements, be careful. There's a lot of garbage out there. In general, less is usually more. Focus less on the shiny packaging and celebrity endorsements and more on the actual ingredients. Some may have their reasons to try and grow their muscles, but regardless, the benefits of larger muscles are all the same. Muscles require calories just to exist. The larger your muscles are, the more calories they require. The amount of calories your body burns in a day, without exercise, is called your resting metabolism. By increasing muscle size, and in turn the amount of calories burned, you're increasing your resting metabolism. Looking to lose weight in a sustainable way? This is how it's done. Because these larger muscles are burning more calories and exerting more energy, they are also producing more heat. This causes the amount of calories you burn when exercising to increase. It's like a domino effect of fitness. Pretty cool. Of course, some may consider larger muscles to be attractive, and if nothing else, you'll be stronger for it. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode, and this information was hopefully useful to you. If you did, and if it was, please share this with a friend, family member, or on your social media. Until next episode, thanks for tuning in and go build those muscles.